This podcast is for everybody who wants 40 minutes of escapism from the day-to-day stresses of today's current lockdown situation. For those of you who enjoy hearing about the goings-on of your favourite tall, blonde and ginger chaps. And at the end of it all, we are here as your little bit of fun in these strange times. So put the kettle on, sit back, relax and enjoy another episode of Tall, Blonde and Ginger. Hello, boys. How are we both? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I have a new mic. Right, sorry, sorry. I have, to st- I have to stop. I have to stop. We've just now done 10 minutes, and as soon as we go live, Michael starts making out with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You've been brilliant. We've been testing it. It's been amazing. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, hang on. Velvet voice. You can see, you can feel the difference. Delicious difference. Well, I'm just don't speak in. like a weirdo though, dude. <laughs> I don't know because I can hear my voice in my headphones and I hear myself and this is strange. <laughs> you like it though, don't you? Anyway, welcome to the wonderful world of a good microphone, Michael. We are so happy that you are here. It only took you a year. Almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> All good. How are you anyway? You good? You're asking me. Well, yeah, he's I, asking both I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, just... You know, guys, in Poland, it's a lot of snow. We have Don't, we I'm have jealous. really a lot, a lot of snow. And last week, guys, in Poland, minus 33. Yeah, wow. but come on. I was in Russia and it was minus 30 once. And that minus 30 is nothing on a UK minus two with wind. <laughs> no. Yeah, in my house, in my parents' house, water froze. We didn't have water. Yeah, but you are in Poland. But this is really... Okay, all Polish people out there, please do not attack me. I love you. That was a joke. <laughs> Have you been skiing or snowboarding? No, because all of this stuff is closed in Poland. So Yeah, but you can just find a hill. Exactly. <laughs> and climb and then slide, yeah? Yeah. Or sledging or anything. You could throw... Um... <laughs> yeah. You know what my friend did? My friend rented a car and he he went with the car and then he was going on, on ski but i don't have friends which have what he had he put skis on the car like james bond or something <laughs> no he went on the car he went on the hill and then he was putting his ski and then he was sliding nice. correct okay yeah i've seen loads of videos of that people doing that there was a guy on uh, in france i think he was in outside of Paris and he was going down where the uh, steps are and the rails and he's jumping up on the rails and coming down a little bit like uh, what Amy was telling us last week on the episode yeah going down Palmal but next week next week we probably will have open all restaurants and uh, also, also this cable cars yes in the mountains mm. so if this will be open I will go to ski Liar. can you ski yes I would love can to can you ski I, of course I can. I was going every year with my parents when I was young, actually, but I think I remember. It's a different life when you're rich, isn't it? Uh, I don't know this answer of this question because I'm not. 70 people at your New Year's party, big lake house, sauna. <laughs> I'm not driving Tesla. Nor am I. Directed to you both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're thinking about the planet. 
yeah, I would love to think about planet if Tesla will be like 7,000. <laughs> um, actually, boys, I've been, um, I was watching something on TV the other day and I wanted to talk to you both about this. So mm. I was watching this morning and they brought this lady on and she, she says she's the most tattooed female in the UK. Oh, and she, wow. like no joke, covered. Like beautiful looking girl, but she was covered. The only place- Face as well. Face as well. Like she had lyrics um, of a song across her forehead. It kind of came around and just- She do, she's like karaoke, just doesn't remember the words. <laughs> yeah, she has to look in the mirror and then read it backwards. But I, I wanted to ask you two, because you both know I love tattoos. Mm-hmm. Not that many, I hope. I, oh, I, I love tattoos. I, I love the art of it, but I want to know your, your opinion on it. Well, how are you with tattoos? I love tattoos. I have few as well. Last time Neil sent me a message. Oh, Michael, you have only one tattoo. I sent him back. I have four tattoos. No, you have two tattoos. Four. Look. Okay. Now we can see each other. I have little cross here. Okay. That's tiny. This is one. Half. Now I have here. If you can dream it, you can do it. That's second one. Yeah. Okay. I have another one. Follow your dreams here. He's flexing. He's flexing now on camera. We're, we're seeing the bicep. This is three and four. The big one on my ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to show you now? No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So you got four. Would you get? Would you get more? Yes. You would. Yes, I love tattoos. I don't know the the thing. Why? On your ribs, was that crosswords? That looked like crosswords on your ribs. No, no, that was the, the map, the huge map, and that was like... It was Sudoku, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it looked like to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I can't. Craig, do you have any? Uh, I do not, no. Uh, I contemplated it, I guess, through life. Um, I think probably, isn't it, like when you go through certain things or you kind of hit certain um, milestones, I think people start off like that. Um, never went through with it. And I don't know, I guess if I did get one done, I'd probably want it central, kind of like in between my shoulder blades and my back somewhere. I think this is a ballroom thing. Now, I was going to say, this really sounds like you're getting into ballroom dancing. Yeah, I know. Like well, something line, in the middle. Straight. <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly, it's weird. I've always thought like that, something offset kind of just, you know, ruins my little reiki in my flow. I don't know, just weird. But no, as of yet, uh, in my 37 years on the planet, I have... Never had a tattoo, but I've contemplated it once or twice. But what's your what's your thoughts on it on other people? Fine, I have no real deep um, issues either. Or I mean, again, I find people who get them done do it because of like parts you know what in their the funny life. thing is when you do the tattoo and you're doing some sentence with mistake or spelling mistake. <laughs> I've yeah. seen this in the internet. I can see you doing this. I think there's a few. If I will be the guy who is doing and making the tattoo, yeah, I was like, listen, the follow is a double L or one. Well, do me a favor, Michael. If you do ever get another one done, and you want to get my name on it, just do not put Greg. Okay? Yeah. And I will put Dragon next to Greg. Yeah, Dragon, and they'll be like, "Who's Dragon Greg?" <laughs> exactly. And what what do you will say, Craig? Craig, if your mm. kid will say, oh, daddy, I would love to have tattoo. Of course, Ooh, if yeah, the, that's kid, a good the kid will be like... Uh, yeah, Annabelle comes to you and goes, she's yes. now 18 and she's like, she's like, dad, I want to get a tattoo. Or she doesn't tell you. I don't know if you know that story, Katia. So Katia got her first tattoo and her parents didn't know about it. Same with your Vita, guys. Same with your Vita. I've got a mate 
who's 40 years old and has kids and his mother still doesn't know he's got a tattoo. But this is the thing. Well, in Russia, I don't know if it's the same in Poland, but in Russia, um, even Katy's parents, you know, they weren't into that I had tattoos because they said just prisoners had tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> so they were kind of like... That's you know, old school, yeah. So with Katya, she was really worried about it. And then she told them and then, you know, they were happy. And I would maybe get one if you complete the Iron Man, that you get the little one on the ankle to say that you've completed an Iron Man. What? Are we talking about the comic again? That you've completed all the episodes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all, the move, all the movies and the game. I finished watched, watching this so I can make yeah, the yeah. Also in Poland, I don't know if this is also in UK, maybe yeah. people, uh, people that do the infinity sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's mean that if you have accident and you, you know, you're not going to be alive, then they can use medical, then can use your organs. Organs. Would you not rather just carry a donor card? It's kind of hard. What happens if you lose a donor card? But again, the same. What happens if your accident's so bad and they can't see the infinity sign? Yeah. I guess you take both just in case, um, right? But Craig, go back to that. So what would you, I don't know if you've answered already, but what no, would you he didn't. if Annabelle would come in and... Ooh. No, she didn't ask you. You just see it on her. Well, Huge dragon. It's a uh, easy, easy now. It's a tale of two halves in the respect that uh, while she's under my roof, she has to kind of, you know, live and abide by the rules oh. of the home and respect oh, wow. it. And, you know, all them things kind of form okay. as part of that. Second part of that then. So under your house, what if Genia is fine with it? You're not. Whose rule of the house is it? Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, have yeah. a word with Jen and you can ask it. But um, yeah, I mean, if she's 18, she's of age. Come on, she's of age to do everything. So I can't physically or it is what it is. I can't do anything That's about it. That's hard for him, yeah, Neil. That's hard mm-hmm. for him. Okay, I'll give you a second one. What would you do if you were judging a competition, a ballroom competition, mm-hmm. and this person was dancing? And I- I'm talking like, I don't know, you choose whoever's the best for you, but incredible. The best foxtrot you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> he has tattoos on his neck and you can Huge see Huge tail from Dragon. Incredible. In, he makes Andrew Sinkinson's feather step look like a beginner. What would you do then? Just That's not part of my kind of idea that I'm, when I'm judging a competition, whether he's got one or not, if it's the best foxtrot on the floor, then he's going to get marked as the best foxtrot on the floor. Aye. Uh, I think you lie a little bit. I'm not lying. Honestly, I've seen dancers in senior categories. Fellas got either bleached hair or no hair or it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, if, you, if you're basing, put it this way, if you're basing how you're judging and, you know, we're talking about life as well and you're judging people on that, then, you know, something's seriously wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, like going back to your first question about my daughter getting one, they're not a bad thing. I'm not against them. So yeah. it's not like she's going to get told off. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm going to... Co- I still think it's one of these that there's a generation of people... Well, my mum's got a tattoo. Yeah, oh, really? Your mum has one. You know, go for it. You know, just interrupt me, Michael. I'll, I'll stop talking. Yeah, he does that a lot. He's Sorry. He's been doing it a lot today. No, no, no. Because this, I think, interesting. What, Craig, you will do if your daughter will bring oh, my- boyfriend... Completely yes. covered in tattoos. tattoos. Completely right. covered. I really like that you interrupted me because that is a great question. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, and she would say, and she would say, I love him so much. He's an incredible person. But the one thing, he's completely covered. You're really happy, aren't you, Michael? <laughs> saying he's... and he's no longer part of that gang. Yeah, say, yeah, saying these outlandish um, made-up stories. I would tell her to go and have a word with her uncle uh, Michael <laughs> and say, uh, see what he thinks and, uh, and your uncle Neil. 
<laughs> yeah. Let, let's cr- listen. Let's cross that bridge when and if it ever happens. Yeah. I have to say this: that I think it's an old generation thing. My, like I was just before you interrupted me. Yes. My mum's got one. It's the worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life. I think it's a little butterfly on her shoulder, <laughs> on the back as well. That you could do better, probably. <laughs> But you know, I love the art behind tattoos. So when I see someone fully covered. It's not the fact that I look at it and go, is it good or bad? I actually look at the tattoos if I like them. What I don't like is that people get tattoos because they think it looks cool. Mm. And you go, what's the meaning behind your tattoo? And they're like, they don't have one. But then I just like think to myself, like, wouldn't it be better that if you're getting art on you, wouldn't it be better that you had a reason behind that art? So more thought behind it would be better sometimes, yeah. but. Yeah, you know, uh, I follow Ewan, Ewan Thomas, and a friend of his passed away, um, I think he lifted with um, in the gym, and I saw the tattoo, I'll show you on Zoom, unbelievable detail. Oh yeah, that's oh, a piece of wow. art, yeah. I mean... I have one also interesting thing, Jovita's father has tattoo, and interesting thing, the, the tattoo looks completely wrong, but the, the interesting thing is that he <laughs> told me that this tattoo did for him his friend from the string of the guitar. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, that could be painful. And he was like, yeah, that was terrifying. Did I ever tell you both that I am, because you know, like I like to sketch and draw, I've I'm actually getting into tattooing. Wow. You know that you can practice on watermelon. Okay, yeah. But what I'm doing first is I'm starting with poke. What, poking random humans? Or... No, no. It's, <laughs> a, it's an original form of tattooing. So uh... you have the needle and you're just poking into the skin. And it's a good way of practicing to... Because when you use a gun, it's going in so many times over and over again. So when you use this poke, you're doing that with your hand. So it's right. a lot harder to keep a straight line. So you have to practice more. So I'm starting with that and then moving on to the gun. If you will be better, can you do it for me, tattoo? Yeah, after a while, I'll, I'll practice on we'd have to. We'd have to see you on 30 Just you will do a straight line or something like this. So No problem. I could do that. But I, I, for me, I absolutely love tattoos. And I think... And can I ask, what, what, what are you poking at the moment to practice your straight lines on? <laughs> um, it will be silicon. It'll be just sil- silicon and you try it on that. And then, like you said, you can move on. To, you can do things with like watermelon. <laughs> move on to watermelons, like level two. He's probably, you will see his dogs, these two dogs, and they are fully covered in tattoos. <laughs> I love it. That is wrong. He will shave them and he will tattoo them. So what, what with, a view, with a view over time to what? To be able to open up your own shop and... Uh, no, I don't know if people. I've gone that far, but just the ability... I would love that moment if, you know, everything's open up and you two are over and, and then you go, Craig, you go, you know what? I really would like a tattoo. And I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> what do you want? And you're like, knowing Craig, he will do research and find the best tattoo ever, a tattoo guy who is doing for him, not you, Neil. You say that, but like this one, I actually designed that one. So. Yeah, you can design, but you... The, the making, you, you have to have person who is doing really good job. But the, the guy that, because I have a few different people that do mine, they actually said to me, the number one thing is you have to be able to draw. If you can draw, it's mm. then just getting used to the pen. Like for instance, on my back, because you know, I've got that huge tattoo. Huge cross. Well, I've got the cross as well, but that's blacked out. It depends on the needle. So at the beginning, when I was doing like this one, I had fine. It's, it's just one needle that's going in and out. That's how we create that. The back one, I think he said to me something, it was like 21 needles. Oh, wow. And basically you can feel it just scraping in and out. And that's how you do it. And 
that was about 60 hours on my back. Okay, I have a question. Which which part of your body, because you have like uh, tattoos on the different parts of your body, yeah. which part of your body hurts the most when someone did for you the tattoo? Um, I would say like right here. Uh, you can explain to our uh, guys. Neil is stroking his armpit. <laughs> right It's, yeah, it's near the armpit. That's the place. Towards the back? Yeah. Right. And why? Is it because it's near bone or it, no, it's just sensitive? Said, or? Everyone told me the back. Everyone said the back, you know, and then when you go down the spine, nothing. Didn't do anything. Right. Oh, really? Even the tattoo artist said to me that I have a really high threshold for pain. And apparently, mm. gingers do. Didn't know that, but we do. We can handle the pain of needles. Right? Look, it's proven. It's about gingers? It's about the yes, it is. They They poke more gingers than anyone else. Really? Are you making this up? No, I'm not. If you want to know, I have this I have this tattoo on the ribs, and this was painful as well because it's really, uh, you know. So. Yeah, I think you were crying with all, but I'm just going to let you into something. He's arrived, and I think we should come back to this chat. I will start with my radio voice. Can I? Your radio voice. Let's hear it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Only in tall, blonde, and ginger. Dancer, actor, presenter. Karlover, choreographer. I don't know if you know, but he's taller than Greg and completely opposite than Neil. He hates photoshoot. Please welcome person we changed my life. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Banjo. Hey. <laughs> hey. He's been working on that like for the last week. I was repeating yeah, literally. this a few times. <laughs> so good. So good. How you been? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm excited to be changed to you guys. Like, it's been crazy, this whole situation for everyone, right? Like, mm. I think it's just been a case of trying to adjust. And when you do finally adjust, things change again. And it's just constantly moving and changing this whole, well, the past, what, 12 months has just been crazy for everyone. Oh, nuts. And, but you're in the same boat as Craig because you got, like, you're homeschooling as well, yeah? Well, luckily, they're not old enough to need uh, homeschooling yet. My, so my okay. son's two, my daughter's one. But oh. even that's a challenge. If you chucked homeschooling in as well, I'll do that. Like, I don't think I'll rate, ratings to Craig because I could not do it. I could not do it right now. <laughs> well, we, 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 we split up and we have a tag team. So mum takes care of the baba. And I'm trying to organize Zoom classes and Google Hangout meets, man. But you don't want to listen to them when they're just chatting to their mates and they're showing all their toys and stuff. And oh, it's just... It's I don't mad. know how Javita does it with Michael, homeschool in him <laughs> <laughs> really funny really funny she's working with me don't worry that's gonna be work well actually so this week we've been chatting about a certain subject tattoos tattoos so we want your opinion are you a lover of tattoos are you like how do you feel about them i love tattoos I love them on every aspect. So I'm, I'm I'm not sure where all you guys stand on these, so I'm sure I'm going to hear, but I love tattoos. The only reason I don't have any is because I'm a man-child who's scared of his dad, who still says I'm not allowed tattoos, right? Um, <laughs> we just spoke about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just feel like it's a tough situation because I've got loads of friends who've got tattoos, even some of the boys in diversity, and they've got tattoos that are, like, um, questionable to be... To be uh, in the way of artwork or just what it just is? Just a bit of both, mate. Like, you know, some of them have got, some of them have got like doves tattooed on them that I'm pretty sure could pass as snails. And it's just, <laughs> it's not good. And I, do you know what? I wouldn't say it to their face. So I'll tell them on a podcast, just tattoos are rubbish, exactly. right? 
Yeah, well, we, we're talking because Craig hasn't got one either, and he's he can't make up his mind if he wants one or not wants one. I'm like, if if I went like this, it would look like I have none. Well, apart from that one, but my whole back is covered, and I really, would, yeah, I'm like. I love tattoo. I'm, I was just telling them, I'm learning now how to do tattoos. That's sick. Like, I That's love sick. it. So if you want a one... Easier, man. But tell him what you're poking and what you're doing. Yeah, well, I'm starting off with the original, the old poke style. He's doing an alphabet. A, B, C, D. <laughs> I can do one for you that says, I love my dad. Maybe that would go down well. <laughs> do you know what? I think if I got that... He'd be um, just as annoyed because my dad is one of those really awkward dudes. Like, he's proper old school, right? The the day we won Britain's Got Talent, he came up to me and uh, so we're all backstage. Everyone's going, oh, I can't believe it. He walked up to me and I swear to God, he went, well done, mate. And just tapped me on the back. That was it. And walked off. <laughs> I was like, hugs? No. I see it a bit. It's so awkward. <laughs> that sounds like my dad. My dad would do exactly the same. Like, so funny. All right, son. Like, just keep it like that, like, literally chilled. That's good, though. It keeps you grounded, right? Yeah, man. I think that's the thing with my dad. Like, he's always really pushed us, like, me and my brother. Like, he's always really pushed us to do whatever we want to do and work hard at it. Um, but he's just, I don't know, he, he cracks me up. It's like, the moment he has to display anything that's, like, emotional or really, really positive, he just crumbles. He can't do it. Like, he, like, shuts down. Cracks me up. What about, what about your mum? Is she the opposite, is she? Dude, opposite. And she's a ballet. She was a ballet. Yeah, she, she was. And opposite doesn't cover it she 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 just like i could walk in the room and go mom i just parked my car out there i think someone's in my space and she start crying i'm so proud that you found another space (laughs) and you know she's super emotional yeah the same with my dad was like the winning of the greatest dancer changed everything because he didn't believe in like dancing career but he was there in the studio and he was like the same like your father oh so you did amazing (laughs) Oh, always knew you could do it so well done well done Michael we know that your dad turned around and went hmm will I get a cut of this 50,000 <laughs> no he was like uh, so you won 50,000 I was like yes and strictly performance ah forget about strictly performance 50,000 I'm like no 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 opposite dead opposite he's working out the exchange rate for the euro as well <laughs> Mike you had a question for uh, Jordan right yes I have a question Jordan is it true that actually you you decided to do the radio just to get away from your kids in the morning no <laughs> who would say something as terrible was that Boy, i would say i would it. do you want to who said this who said it perry yeah he's a he, he guys there's a word for a best friend like perry and it's called a snake and that is perry kylie all right um but no genuinely like it's funny because now it's so weird i've gone from one extreme to the other like normally my day started a little bit later so whether it was greatest dancer or filming or performing or rehearsing like i was always there to see the kids in the morning and then by the time i got home they were normally like heading to bed or in bed now i I leave the house before they get up which is a rare which is i never thought would be humanly possible but i'm leaving the house like half three every morning so I'm literally not there when they wake up. Um, and then when I get home, I try and now rush back as quick as I can. So if we've got like, rehearsals or whatever, I'll try and structure and ask if we can like make like a break around the sort of times where I can get home, put the kids to bed, see them for an hour and then come back. Because otherwise, I just don't see them. E- even in this current climate, like life stuff's pretty much put on hold, but filming stuff and performances still and getting stuff ready and different TV shows like that that's still that's still happening so if we if i don't get home at some point i just never see them at all 
And can I ask what time you wake up? Because you're starting radio at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I don't live in London either. I live like further out into Essex. So I have to leave home. We get there at five every morning to like prep and make sure we're all good. And obviously that we don't mess anything up. So I leave home about half three. So I'm up at like three o'clock most mornings, just after three. It means that you missed the night feed. Is it? Another good tactic there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just pass the bottle on the way out. Three in the morning. That's <laughs> when I'm going to bed. <laughs> Dude. I, I, but to be honest, before I had kids, I would go to sleep. All the boys used to laugh at me. I, I would go to bed about half eight, nine. The only time I stayed up late was to watch Love Island. That was, that was literally it. And Jordan, and I know that you have special talent to do unexpected noises. <laughs> it was like, what? You had to think for a minute can then. You, can you, can you do this Iron Man for us? The what one? The Iron Man. The Iron Man. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, now that was that was more like a dying goat. I don't know what that was. I, I apologise. It was meant to be Iron Man. That was awful. It, it, it looked like a really high pitched Charlie Chaplin, like you were doing some mime artistry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I, I've got a question quickly. That's not going to put you uh, on the spot about your kids or your family. You know, you've now made the move into kind of um, presenting, and you do the radio show. If you could present or host any show through time that you've watched grown up or past and present or that you've seen today, uh, what would it be? Do you know, we had this, I've, I've had a question similar to this, but it wasn't as concise. It was so much broader and it made it difficult to ask. But when you put it like that, for me, it, it sounds so random. A show I love watching is Sunday Brunch because it's so chilled. There's so many different things that happen. There's so many different things you get to do. Obviously, there's the cooking side of it as well, but it's a chilled, funny show. So co-hosting something like that with with my brother Ash or with Perry or all three of us, like you guys have got here, like being able to have a show where you three can completely be yourselves. We've all we like we've worked in TV, we've done stuff before, and when when you're on it, no matter how hard you try, which is why I love radio, and I'm sure why you guys love doing this podcast. As soon as you get on TV, by its very nature, there's like a veneer over it. Like it's all glitz and glamour. It has to come across that way, yeah. you know. Or, or you, or you pop this bubble, and it, it's not. It's just not nice for people to watch at home. Even when you're watching like a, a documentary or a factual this or this or that, it's still TV with a podcast or with radio, especially with radio where it's live as well. Everything is so reactive and on the spot. Like at the greatest dancer, Mike will know. Like everything's live, but there's live and then there's live. You know, with radio, you push the faders up. That's our show. We say, we do what we want. With a TV show, there's auto cues, there's script, there's a yeah. narrative that they need you to follow for the show to make sense on Strictly, on Greatest Dancer, on Dancing and Ice, no matter what the show is. Um, mm-hmm. So to have a show like Sunday Brunch, where, yeah, of course, there's a narrative to follow, there's the cooking side of stuff, there's your guests and stuff. It gives you some structure, but in terms of what you do with the show, in terms of how you evolve it, it's completely up to you. So something like that, literally like a, a, a breakfast chat show, Literally the TV version of what me and Pell do now, I would love. Because there's a lot of TV shows that I see and I go, man, they're wicked, but you're so restrained. And of course, you take opportunities and you're buzzing to be doing them. But that being said, you know, I feel there's a big difference between, like when I get up and I go to Kiss, yeah, I'm up early. It's about, oh, but it's not, it's not just the job. Like I do actively enjoy yeah. doing it. Whereas there are some TV things I've done where it's been a case of, okay, we've all got mortgages to pay. We've all got bills to pay. Let's crack on. And you make the most of it. I thought you were going to choose something like the Oscars or Saturday Night Live or... <laughs> no, nothing epic, mate. Sorry. Just cooking show. That is what's great about it, isn't it? Like just being natural, just being yourself. 
I think that's what we like about this because we just have a, a chat. We know Michael's going to make some stupid like sound or something like this. Javita, we we normally hope that Javita walks past in the background. We get that everyone again. <laughs> yeah, with the only towel. Yeah. Oh God, you boys. <laughs> you see how hard it is for me to do this podcast. <laughs> okay, well we end. We normally end with this little bit for you, and I give you these quick fire questions, and you just got two two answers. Okay, so there's ten here. So I'm going to fire them out. They get they get a little bit harder as they go on. So first one, dancing or radio? Dancing. Okay. Pizza or burger? Pizza. Okay. Born rich or made rich? Oh, born rich, mate. Easy. Okay. <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Caps or kicks? Kicks. Okay. Essex or London? Essex. <laughs> BGT or The Greatest Dancer? Ooh, BGT. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, this is going to be a good one now. Wife or cars? Obviously, obviously wife. If she's not listening, cars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Swim with crocodiles or swim with sharks? Swim with sharks. Okay. Last one. This is a good one. Ashley or Perry? Oh, it's hard. You can't say neither, can you? Um, Ashley, he pays me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, it. You know what? It's been so good. And after, of course, after Craig's question like that, but what's next for you? What, like, it, it feels to me like since, like I watched you that time on, on uh, Britain's Got Talent and to see you guys grow and to see all the different things you've been doing, you know, your brother, like some of the creatives also that he's been coming up with, with TV shows, the performance that you guys did on Britain's Got Talent was incredible. Like, Thank you so much. I remember producers talking about it before because they knew what was kind of happening. And, um, and then when I sat down and just watched it, I was just like, this is powerful. It was really powerful. So what's next for you? Thank you, dude. Well, dude, now it's, it's a weird one, right? Because like you said, we've, a lot of people assume, I get this question so, so much. And they're like, oh, are you still in diversity? Are you still doing this? And I'm like, that is, yeah. that is me. That's what we do. Do you know what I'm trying to say? As, as much as I love the, the TV presenting side of stuff and I love having the radio show, money or no money, you know, if there was anything in it or not, diversity, I would still be doing it. You know, that, 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 that's, that's what we do. We kind of built it from the ground up. It's my family's business, our dance studio, where it all kind of started. There's no way that we wouldn't be doing it, right? So for us, it's, it's been a case we're so excited to be going back out on tour. Uh, obviously, it's had to be, it was meant to be this year. Obviously, move now till, till next year because of the whole crazy situation. Um, we've got a few things coming up group-wise which we're excited about. Fingers crossed on TV stuff that's going to be commissioned. And in terms of me and Ash and Perry, you know, yeah. it's just keep striving forward. Um, Ash is obviously back on Dancing on Ice. Um, I've got a new show out with Channel 4, Lose Weight Like Me. And, you know, it's just you keep chipping away and just keep going. And luckily enough, we've kind of just been in this situation where we get to do all these other incredible things. But uh, from when we were really young and from when we first started after Britain's Got Talent and when Ash was kind of, you know, judging stuff and kind of, you know, the well, still is like the front man and putting us through. It was a case of no matter where one of us goes, the group always follows. And we always make sure that whatever opportunity we get is for the group as well. Yeah. We bring the group in as much as possible. So that's the thing for me, man. Like my biggest achievement I'd say is, you know, 
being 12 years on after winning Britain's Got Talent and still having sellout tours and still being able to do stuff like that and still be able to have a group of best friends yeah. and brothers and this is our job. You know, we're so lucky to be able to say that because so many people have dreams or have things that they love, but, you know, real life kicks in and they have to do other things around there. All of us are so lucky to be doing what we love yeah. and be able to do that as a job. And I think it's easy in, in these times to kind of take that stuff for granted, you know, not to be preachy, but even like I'm one of the luckiest people I know and I've sat at home going, oh, you know, this situation, oh, this. And I'm like, yeah. mate, you need to you need to get a grip because you are one of the luckiest people yeah. around at the moment. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I think um, at the moment what's next is to, you know, keep grafting, keep pushing on with the shows, keep trying to make even things like um, Britain's Got Talent that performance, the Black Lives Matter performance, if you would have said to us, even though we still believed the same things and felt the same way five years ago, would we have done that performance? Mm. Never. I, I would. When, when Ash first came to us and said, okay, me and him were discussing, we were talking about the set and he was going to do a summary of 2020. He got to that bit and he said, like, this is the part we're going to do. And I said to him, no. And we had like a, an hour debate about it. And it ended with him saying to me, the very reason you feel like we shouldn't totally. do it is the reason it, we yeah. have to. Mm. And being in a position now to be able to make those steps and do things publicly that is actually us, I love that. So just to keep evolving and keep moving in that direction. Yeah, I think what's really impressive as well is that you've managed to do that um, through dance. It's because it's not political, it's a movement. And, and you've done that through dance <laughs> and you're pushing something that needs to be there doing what you guys know what to do and i think with us being dancers even though we're different styles i think that's really important thank you so much man genuinely bro. it really means so much like hearing when you especially when you're speaking to you guys and you get it from another side as well when you're like talking about the creatives that ash is pushing and you're like, you understand from the ground up the work that goes into it you know people see that finished picture and don't get me wrong i'm so glad that message got put out there but even just on a technical side the creative, the choreography, the costume, yeah. the lighting, the music, everything, you guys completely get the graph that goes into that yeah. side of it as well. So genuinely, boys, means so much, man. I, I think the last thing if, with all of this is if you need Latin and ballroom dancers in your next tour of diversity, look no further. You've Come got on, it. boys. Come on. We're here. We're here. We can do a foxtrot on there for you. Little, <laughs> yeah. Yes, boys. I can flip your feet a few times. Yeah, you go know. on, Mike. You got this, mate. <laughs> we get we get your new audience coming in. You, you do, mate. That's what we need. I need it. That strictly audience is mental. Get them in. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Listen, Jordan. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to come and speak to us. We massively appreciate it. You've been a brilliant guest. So much fun. Thank you so so much. No for worries, coming. boys. Thank you very much. Stay safe. See you later. Bye bye. So how fantastic was that, boys? That was great. Yeah, he's a good guy. And, another, like and another outlook on tattoos. <laughs> Can you imagine Jordan is in my age, 28? Actually, do you know what I forgot to ask Jordan? I don't know if you've seen this, but Jordan's been doing a few lives mm. and he's been giving away free pizzas. Has he been cooking them himself? No, or? I think with Domino's, he's literally said to the people, DM your address and I'll order you something. Straight away, I DM'd him and I went, I'll give you my address right now. <laughs> Send me one over. Send me to Poland. <laughs> Do you have Domino's in Poland? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, you see? Yeah. We have traffic lights. <laughs> we have buildings. We do this stuff. <laughs> yeah, cards. No. Overdeveloping there, definitely, right? How, like, Jordan is some, 
How tall is Jordan? He's like eight foot something, isn't he? 198. I'm 183, so he's a, he's a big guy, isn't he? He's, he is he, 198. He is tall. He is huge. And he's still scared of his dad to get a tattoo. Love it. And he's taller than Ashley. Yeah. Ashley is, so is 196. He had some good answers there. I, I liked I liked a few of those. He's just he's just a good sport, good positive energy. I mean, getting up at 3.30 in the morning and still coming on to have a chat with us. He had a lot of energy. <laughs> Did you know, guys, that he, he was performing, not performing, but he was doing the movie. And this movie in 2010 was the first movie in in Britain, which was uh, performed in 3D. Was it yes. called Street Dance 3D? Yes. But that was the first movie uh, in to be filmed in 3D in British, in Britain. In Britain. In, British, in Britain. In Britain. In Britain. Too much time in Poland, yeah? Um, but do you know, I have to say this, I think it's really good because, um, like I said before, there's so many dancers in the UK and I think dance is such a massive thing. But it's great to see what diversity have done because yeah. they've showed that dancers can go on to do more things that we're not yeah. just dancing. And it was also organically grown. You know, they just mm. kind of got their head down and did what they did and they love it. And then, like you said, 11 years later, they're doing all different types of things. Funny answer with the breakfast on the Sunday Sunday brunch, you'd like to uh, yeah. <laughs> host that show, you know? Well, okay, if you, could, if you could host any show, what would it be? I like Saturday Night Live big fan of the uh i mean not so much now maybe the older stuff but the old snl uh mike have you ever seen saturday night live yes he hasn't he hasn't the way he just said yes i know why, why you know me so good <laughs> when he goes when he goes yes he looks around like does anyone know no i have Wait, what is it well the saturday night show the the the, the, the which country, the... Which country? Uh, what country the the united States. okay well done Who's, who hosts it at the moment? Uh, Simon Cowell. Pardon? Simon Cowell. <laughs> Simon Cowell. <laughs> Craig, you know who hosts it at the moment. He's English. No. He's talking that he will. You're not talking about the new one. Well, the one that's on at the moment with... Who's, who's host now? Uh, Corden. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which no. show you would love to host, Neil? Um, oh, do you know what would have been great? The Generation Game. <laughs> Say what? No, no. I was just about to say, say what you see, but that's, that's catchphrase. Yeah. No, but I do like like that generation game. Like, so we're going to have some uh, different things coming through. Remember what you see. And there we have a cuddly toy. I used to love watching those. Michael's thinking, what are they talking about? Exactly. I'm like, what would you like to host? Americans got talent or British got talent or, or some Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> Sudoku. Sudoku World Championship. Yeah. Exactly. Or like how many push-ups you can do in one minute, you know. <laughs> like the Guinness World Record. <laughs> the BBC show, do these push-ups. I don't think there's a budget for that, my friend. <laughs> for me, there is always budget. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, so next week, uh, we have a fabulous guest lined up, I hope. Oh, we do. Every week we have a fabulous guest. Do, do you know or are you just living day by day and just No, kinda... no, I know. I just like to keep it secret from everybody, right, right, including right. myself. So, well, I, I, I'm giving you the credit, but Mike, that um, wonderful uh, guest we had on just now was uh, your doing, wasn't it? Well, it was half his doing. So oh, You see, uh, he will never give no, me the no, credit. No, no, no. Can I just say this? Can I just say this? He asked him. He said yes. And then we were waiting. And I said, Michael, do we know which day yet? And Michael was like, uh, maybe you can ask him. No, 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 no. 
I asked him, but I was waiting for reply because he was busy that time. And in the meantime, Neil already asked him. So thank you, Craig, for mentioning this. Uh, You're welcome. Neil will well never done. do this for me. But yeah, I asked him. You're so excited. I asked him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Mike, you've done, you've done so well today. I think you should close the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I will use one more time my radio voice. Thank you for watching. Again. They're not watching. <laughs> I'm watching. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope you had a lot of fun. Please comment, like, subscribe. This is the most important. And can't wait to see you, to hear you, to have you next week. I love it. I think we should take a holiday one week, Neil, and just let Mike roll out the show. I would love to know. I would love to know where the show would go because... Well, you come back after two weeks and it would be a completely different show, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> right, boys, we've got to wrap this up. See you later. Bye. Bye, thank you so much.